Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast, where two seemingly meaningless people talk about very meaningful things, at least to us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Chris, and with me as always is... My, my wife, Leslie. <laughs> Your wife, did Leslie. You, did you do that on purpose? <laughs> and I'm Peter. And I'm Peter. <laughs> and I just had my dinner. If you hear any weird sounds, it's... Peter's yeah, like breathing fun. <laughs> Nothing to be alarmed of. He's just like, eh. oh, I'm about to sneeze. And that's one of those, <laughs> do I want to sneeze? No sneezing on the podcast. It's unprof- I really want to really bad. It's unprofessional. What is it about sneezing? Like to not do it is the single most dissatisfying. Yes. So disappointing. Are you disappointed right now? I, the other day, Jack was about to sneeze and I put my <laughs> finger up to his nose and distracted him and he mm-hmm. didn't. And I said, I'm sorry. Oh, that was... I felt so bad. Like when he didn't sneeze, I was like, I there's just this you. failure to launch about yeah. it all. That's like, Jack has this great, he'll, you think he's pretend sneezing and he'll do like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, then, uh, and then an actual yeah. sneeze comes out. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's what he was doing. He had just sneezed before. And so then I was doing that and I, and then I just went, Ugh, I know what that's like to not. Yeah. Like, and people will do that. Like, they'll distract yeah, you. Yeah, they're trying you to help sneezing. you. It's like, no, I want to sneeze. Right. Let me sneeze. I agree. I also don't like when people kill bugs on me. Like, to try you to. You don't like it when people kill bugs on you? You want them to leave No, I don't the like to be you? slapped when I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know when the last time someone has just outright slapped me. <laughs> You know what I when mean? I had a bug You're just on me. sitting there and you don't know there's a bug on you, and all of a sudden they're like, whack! It's like, I'd rather have the bug on me than be whacked out of nowhere with no warning. Yeah, just just say, hey, you got a bug on you. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it'd be different if it were like a venomous yeah. brown recluse mm-hmm. or a, you know, a black widow. Yeah. But it's like, oh, you had a, you a, mosquito. Had a mosquito. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'd rather. Just please don't hit me. Just shoo it off. <laughs> please don't hit me again. And please don't steal Why my sneeze. Why are they always on my face? <laughs> oh man! So yeah, if you hear any like weird noises, now I'm, I'm actually Peter even as we're talking right by the microphone. Even as we're talking, I'm wishing I could have sneezed, and I didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, I'm wondering what that sneeze would have been like. I need to clarify something. I just said Peter's right by the microphone. We don't have a professional setup in here. I think they know. <laughs> I meant by the a, by the speaker he's by the bottom of the of phone. my phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sitting on our coffee table in the living room. A uh, rickety, rickety uh, yes, coffee table. The one that when the cat jumps on, she still hasn't learned. <laughs> it's a it's a three footed little table. It's got a single beam and then three little feet. So whenever she jumps on it, it automatically topples over. I mean, she's knocked this table over. I don't mm-hmm. know how many times. And it, a couple of the kids have, too. Yep. 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 All right. Well, let's get started on our episode. Uh, you got your dedication for today? I do. Ooh, what's your dedication? I had to switch this afternoon. I had a different one this morning, but I'm switching. <gasps> I would like to dedicate this episode to the Vitamix. What? <laughs> You would like to get one, and no. you think by dedicating to said Vitamix? No, no. Then why, Leslie, are you dedicating to the Vitamix? Because I got a Vitamix today. It's not even my birthday. It's not Christmas. It was your, you just had a baby present. Yeah. It was your congrats. I got out of the shower. You did a good job. Having a baby? Yeah. Thanks. Look at him. He's pretty. Nine months 
And you get a Vitamix. That's pretty much <laughs> how it goes. Are you just you just really think I'm fat? And you, you just, just want me to eat smoothies. smoothies. <laughs> I know I eat Vitamix. Yeah, no. I saw you looking up all those meat-based smoothie <laughs> recipes. Donuts. Donut smoothie. You put donuts in. You know, I don't know how many times I've heard you tell people it'll make ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I wonder what would happen if you put a donut in there. Oh, I'm sure it would turn into something fantastic. Like milk and a donut. I do have to say this. So I think the Vitamix is a scam. Well, start at the beginning. I want it in the one. beginning. In the beginning, God <laughs> made fruit. Yeah. No. Um, I really wanted one. So, <laughs> let's start at the beginning of the story. I wanted one. <laughs> so and I, I'm West Wing. I got one. I wanted a Vitamix and I wanted it. So I got it. <laughs> That's your story. The end. The end. I dedicate it to B. Because <laughs> I'm awesome. That's a, I love how you're like, well, Chris, let's start at the beginning. I wanted one. <laughs> like that, that, was like, that was a necessary point to the well, story. I've been asking for I feel like everybody needs to know how it began. I wanted it. So I was going to have it. Now you find out how it happened. Like, and how fast? Well, I want it for two I want it, days. I want it now. There was three days that I have one. Did I got one? <laughs> what a great story! <laughs> I just loved it because it sounded like like this was going to be this epic story. Just start at the beginning. I wanted mm-hmm. it, so she did. She wanted a Vitamix, which I thought was it, I did not know that Vitamixes are their expensive mm-hmm. blenders. Mm. I have had blenders before mm-hmm. and made smoothies. And I just got cheap little blenders at Walmart. Yeah. The ones that had the ice pulse. Mm-hmm. Right. Which you could do. Could crush ice. Yeah. Which I didn't even know was a thing until I got my first blender. Mm-hmm. I just assumed they could all crush ice, but apparently it'll break your blender. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so we were looking at it immediately. I was like, no. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not. And then happen. we did the back and forth. Like I won't. I won't ever want another blender. Like, yeah. In the I'll meantime, wait for this. You one. know, that's what I. But this was. This has been a while back that you've said that you wanted a yeah, Vitamix. Like two so, whole weeks. No, I mean when you first talked no. about the Vitamix, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Like a couple of years. No, even, maybe? no, no, no. This is what Corona has done to us. No, no, there one is knows. no time. It's there like is no time. it was ten years ago. Yeah, anyway. that was April. <laughs> um, so anyway, she'd been wanting it for a while, but and I had been trying to think of what to get her as a you just had a baby present, mm-hmm. like just something way to go, mama. Which I don't demand or even ask for. No, no, by the way, no, don't. By no. the way, no. You, she did demand and ask for a Vitamix, but she didn't demand and ask <laughs> no, for a Vitamix. No, just, I just... So, so I was just trying to think of something, and then I thought, Vitamix, and I was like, how in the world am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, finagled some... I don't know if you guys know, he's a pastor. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> and small... I can't, and I can't just want the Vitamix and get it. Uh, <laughs> And so and I do, I, I'm a nothing. I mean, I'm a stay at home mom. Yeah. Go ahead. So anyway, looking and so I just started, she didn't just want a Vitamix. She wanted a white Vitamix, mm-hmm. which was a little bit more difficult to get. Mm-hmm. And so I had to look, but I had to look in a way where she, who's very Snoopy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, like even today you were like, oh, you're whatever shipped. Like, she gets oh. Amazon notifications from my... I thought inch. you were alarmed by that. 
No, that was genuinely because it had nothing to do with this. So okay. I was just I was just surprised that it showed okay. up on yours. Yeah. I was wanting to know if there was a way that that you had linked both your accounts so that it would show both, but you were just logged into my Amazon. Yeah. That's why I said it. Um, so anyway, I had to find a way to buy it, get it shipped, mm-hmm. and everything without her finding mm-hmm. out. Uh, and I'm, I got to tell you, it's very rare that I'm genuinely surprised. Mm-hmm. But I was genuinely so surprised. So it worked out. For, I knew it was coming today. Mm-hmm. So normally I'm going and working at the office. I knew it was coming UPS, so I know when they get here or around the time that Mike gets here. So I was like, uh, I need to be home in this general you know, time period. But I didn't want to tell her that. Uh, so she goes to take a shower. And I think, this might be perfect. Mm-hmm. This would be the perfect time for him to drop it off. So I had just gotten out of the shower because I had weeded mm-hmm. it today and, mm-hmm. and went in and I said, I asked the kids, I said, did Mike drop anything off? And they were like, yeah, he did. And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And I opened the door and this is what I was worried about. The <laughs> box, biggest, plainest letters, you know, you just said, Vitamix. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, if you'd have grabbed that, oh, if you'd have grabbed gosh. that box, it had just been like yeah. done. So she get she's while she's taking a shower, I unbox it. I get it all set up under the, uh, the or on the the kitchen uh, by the cabinets mm-hmm. on the countertop, and uh, so that when she comes out, it'll just be there. Yeah, in all its glory. Right. Right. So you came out and you just went. Well, you, I guess you weren't expecting it. Nothing. No, I was just walked into the kitchen and yeah. like looked around, and you know the neuron. Had to take a minute. Yeah. It saw. It saw it. And then it there didn't was a, process There was a pause. Was. I saw the pause. It saw. It's like I saw a, a, a big, vague aura of newness. Mm-hmm. Something here that's not normally Something's here. Something's not right here. What's here? And then the neuron moved and it went deep, 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 deep. Like. Yeah. And then was like, that looks like a blender. And just it was like this really. I wonder what type of vitamin. Vitamin? No. Vitamin? No. And then I did what? I screamed really loud. Yes. I screamed so loud my throat hurt for like an hour. Yeah. It just, and, like, the kids came running in. Yeah, they thought I saw a spider. Yeah, yeah. But they were shocked. Yeah, I had to make them stay in the living room because they've known that you wanted this. Mm-hmm. And I knew while you were getting ready back there that if the girls saw it or whatever, they'd, when did you get a whatever yeah. vitamin? Or and, when I walked out, they would have all been standing. Like, staring. Staring yeah, expectantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but Rebecca, she and I were going to go in together and buy mm-hmm. one. And she, so she was very excited too. Yeah, she Leslie had already she, known she wasn't gonna get it, so she was like, "She said she couldn't Christmas breathe." Christmas or birthday, or, yeah. So and she's like, "I just, I can't quite breathe. I'm so excited." Anyway, and then we tried a yeah, a smoothie in it, a family smoothie. Yes, and it was so so good. good. I and mean, it makes a good smoothie, which I was not surprised because <clears throat> the Lozanos have one. Yeah, uh, and they always bring smoothies. They used to bring them on Sunday mornings quite regularly, and then she had a baby. <laughs> How dare and she? And so, Easy B has really messed that stuff up. But, uh, yeah, so I've known they make really good smoothies. Um, but I really kinda, good. I kind of thought it was 
Because the lasagnas had perfected, like, the mm-hmm. smoothie make. But wait, this was our first smoothie. Mm-hmm. And it was smooth. You couldn't even... We put almonds in it mm-hmm. and ice and frozen strawberries. And it was so smooth, you couldn't have picked out mm-hmm. even the ice. Yeah, now this you is my I mean? thing. I would... I like that feeling of ice. Well, I'll buy you smoothies. a blender for No, Walmart. no, what I'm saying is I just won't blend mine as much. Oh. Because no, I like that yeah. little ice, crispy yeah. sort of feel to it. Uh, but it was so smooth. The thing I liked about it is it wasn't frothing. Yeah. You know, when I used to make smoothies, it was very, there was a lot of air mm-hmm. trapped in the smoothie. And it was very, you'd take a drink, but it was so bubbly. Mm-hmm. It would be like, it was almost like drinking through, you ever had a straw with a hole in it? Mm-hmm. And you just can't quite get. It doesn't feel like you're as yeah. much as you're putting in. It doesn't feel like the right amount is mm-hmm. in your mouth. That's kind of what was going on. We would go on a smoothie. This was man, they were so and flavorful, mm-hmm. good man. I was High impressed. Five. Way to go! You did awesome. Hey, you had a baby. Yeah, you did your part. Yes. So anyway, that's Very a good. Exci- it's just exciting. And here's what I'm excited about. I mean, there are many things, but. Today, so you guys went to the church while mm-hmm. the babies slept, and I was just looking up recipes, um, adding ingredients to my mm-hmm. shopping cart that I don't normally. So it's really like a new learning thing. You said tonight, you said, I've probably eaten more fruits today <laughs> than I have in my entire life. And I was like, let's slow <laughs> down. My she life. has become a little bit <laughs> of a Vitamix, oh. like apologist. Like she's on the phone with her mom and she's like, I think in the end, this is, this is actually going to save us money. And I'm like, Leslie, <laughs> we've bought like four smoothies in our entire life. I, this, it's okay to just say, we got a smoothie maker for fun, right? It doesn't have to be like, in no. the end, you know, we're going to come out on top. Uh, like, I don't know that that's the case. And who cares if it makes peanut butter? Who cares if it makes, according to reviews, not sub, pretty subpar ice cream? Uh, yeah. Like, it, it makes a smoothie, and we wanted to get it, and yeah. it will help us eat healthier. Definitely. That is going to that, that be a good thing. Yeah. It, it, it already, like tonight, I had a sweet potato, and then I just went and made me a, right. a smoothie. Yeah. And, uh, and the reason, one of the reasons I wanted this in the first place, our children are getting older, mm-hmm. and it's a different phase of life. Like, they're hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. They're tired. And that's what I... That's as, what I as kids grow into teenagers, mm-hmm. they're, they're sleepy, and I just wanted to get more nutrition... That's what I told Rebecca when I was talking to her about mm-hmm. She's really excited. And I said, one of the best things about it is you can make really good treats mm-hmm. that are good for you. Yeah. And that's that's the real exciting thing is to be able to make something that you really enjoy eating but is also good for you. Yeah. And that's and that's what I learned with keto when mm-hmm. I was when I did keto for however long and randomly lost the most amount of weight it's such it's like a cheating diet yeah it's it can't be real uh i found snacks that were good healthy snacks mm-hmm. that i enjoyed mm-hmm. and that that makes all the difference when yeah. you can not reach over for a bag of chips mm-hmm. or not reach over for yeah. a, a donut smoothie or mm-hmm. whatever like that just that's an added added bonus yeah so to have that available to them just throw some you know, it's real easy to make. Yeah. It was like, what was ours? Like a cup of milk, 
handful of almonds, mm-hmm. uh, a, a cup of uh, frozen, frozen strawberries. strawberries, one banana, mm-hmm. and a, a quarter cup of ice because mm-hmm. the strawberries were frozen. And and there it was. Yeah. Oh, and and we used agave nectar. Yeah. Yeah. So for for sweetening. And that was it. Yeah. And it was really tasty. Yeah. And and good for us. It's exciting. So, yeah. I can't wait to see some. I actually I make fun of the that you're the apologist for, but I can't wait to make like, like I want to make a good tomato soup in it. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be so much fun. Just like throw like. Mm-hmm. But here's so I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. But also, and you I thought of this when you mentioned teenagers. Mm-hmm. Juice. Yeah. You can like throw whole oranges in there, right? Yeah. And just Yeah, and you, then those you do take the peel off. Uh-huh. But a lot of things you don't even have to peel. And then have orange juice. And it totally emulsifies it. Because orange juice is yeah. so expensive. Yeah. I'm super yes, excited. Who knows? Who knows? We're um, just gonna live off the Vitamix. I was yeah. thinking I could go on that show alone and just take just a, Vitamix. a Vitamix. I'm sure that's one of the items on <laughs> you know you have to get it off this checklist. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if there was no checklist and was like, I'm bringing an RV. <laughs> ah, rats. Yeah. We should probably make a checklist. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, good Vitamix. Top notch. I love it. We'll, oh, no one just saw me. If anyone else, no one saw you throw up the finger guns. Yeah. yeah. It's like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> but no one can That's see. That's why we're going to start doing a video no podcast coming way. up. Yep. No way. It's going to be awesome. Hi, we're live in studio, Chris and Leslie. Leslie, Leslie, Leslie slumping in her chair. Come out of the corner, Leslie. <laughs> uh, well, my dedication is like the man version of what you just did. Hmm. What could that be? I'm dedicating to... The weed eater. No. Oh. The fly trap. Oh, my goodness. Ha- so, okay. Okay, Wait. If I'm brave enough, I'll share a picture when I share this podcast. Go oh, ahead. really? I You're don't know do if that? I can do it. I shared it's, it with some friends today, and, and I they don't threw know. up. Yeah, they threw up in their mouths. Go ahead. Tell okay, me. so this summer <laughs> has been 2020, the most <laughs> fly-ridden summer ever. Like exponentially, yeah, more flies. Oh, than, uh, never had anywhere close to this. No, it is almost to like plague level Mm -hmm. and i just kept thinking they're gonna go away yeah i thought at one point i thought it was because we must have left something in the trash cans Mm -hmm. and it was right after a rain and i thought maybe there's maggots in there or something you know Mm -hmm. and just a bunch of flies been born you know something happened uh no here all year long getting into the house pestering you pun right yes on the uh on the front porch when you're sitting there in the morning so i go out in the mornings and I sit on the front porch. It's great. Kids aren't up. It, right now, it's just me and Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just sits in his little baby chair and stares at the trees, which is funny. Because he really <laughs> likes to look at them. He just looks at them. I saw him doing as that if, today. You, you know what, it, what, I'm, what made me laugh, though? You what? know how when you're laying on the ground and you look up, and it kind of looks like things are falling at you? <laughs> I wonder if that's... And he it's just perpetually this tree just sort of yeah. like falling. And he has no control of his yeah, hands. Just, so he uh, can't even uh, try to protect so, himself. So, uh, but we'll be sitting out there. Everything's fine. Then it starts to warm up a little bit and the flies come out. Mm-hmm. Two, three, and then it's ten. Mm-hmm. And I'll look down and he'll have like flies sitting uh. on his face. 
Uh, and I'm constantly swatting and, them, trying to type and trying to swat more flies. And finally, I just give up and go inside and they yeah, win. They do. They, they run you inside. Uh, and I thought maybe it was like, you know, you start to think, well, are we dirty people or what? Yeah. Like, I lysoled no, the front porch. I And so I've checked. I, it is everyone around here. Yes. We did some digging and we are not everyone the only people. I, well, I squirted Dawn dish soap on the porch and washed it with that big broom. Uh-huh. Just trying to like... You thought it was a filth-related issue. I didn't know. Didn't. I was just desperate. Yeah. So... So I got desperate mm-hmm. and ordered a fly trap. <laughs> Actually, it's one of those jars. It's uh-huh. like a plastic jar. So you can refill it. It's got this attractant that you put in the water. And I'll tell you the, the name of the brand. It's a Star Bar fly trap. Star Bar? Star Bar. Mm-hmm. Star bar. Uh, and I want to say the one I got was Captivator. I, it, so anyway, it within a day had a solid two inches of flies. Ugh. Two inch thick. Yeah. Layer upon layer upon layer Ugh. of flies. I told the other pastor, Zach, I was like, not only am I surprised that there are this many flies that are... I'm surprised there are this many flies in the world. Mm-hmm. Like there were so like like I would think that the amount of flies mm-hmm. in that jar mm-hmm. that there should be people. You know how they do with the honeybees? Mm-hmm. Like the honeybee population is down. Mm-hmm. I feel like someone there should have been a noticeable dip. Yeah. In residual flies because well, they should have. Apparently, they were all. I have wondered. That, what if we're messing up the ecosystem? No, no, okay. we're not. We're we're solving solving okay. the eco. I've heard that the ozone has rebuilt itself since we've done really? this. Really? Yeah. You're welcome, mm-hmm. everyone. And flies, flies are, and they feast on COVID, so it's actually yes. Trouble. Oh, uh, and so now we're two days in, mm-hmm. or three days in now. Mm-hmm. It is a solid what. Four to six inches. Oh, I was going to say 15. No, it's filled up. There's only a tiny sliver of water at the bottom of this jar. I filled the jar halfway full of water. They have filled the jar, drowning themselves in this liquid, and I'm going to have to dispose of it. Yeah, what do you do? You dump it. They're dead. I would throw so the you, whole thing you away. You dump them. You fill it back up, and they come no, in little packets. How, but you don't... Uh, how much did that cost? And it was like 20 bucks. Oh, I guess we better reuse it. It might have been 15 for that one. Yeah. And I say 15 for that one because I have since <laughs> ordered two more. <laughs> ordered another one like the one I've got. Right. And then I ordered... What's known as the Terminator Pro, <laughs> which is a full gallon. So this no. jar that's filled up is a half gallon. No. I have a, we've got a half a gallon of dead flies oh, out there. Oh, mercy. I've got, I ordered the gallon size yes. jug of fly attractant slash killer. What and, are you like? And we are going Mr. to. Mr. Moneybags this week? Uh, I'm, man, I'm. Vitamix. Yeah, but it's refilled. The, the, the refills for it, super cheap. Super cheap. So once you get the jars, which the jar comes with a with a, a refill, you what man, is it? What's in it? Death. Fly poison. Death. I mean, so here's the deal. If anybody gets it, these these little baggies they dissolve in water. Mm-hmm. I didn't read that part. 
when I was, I was just so eager to get it going. Mm -hmm. So I cut the top on the pouch. Oh. I almost threw up. Really? It was rank. Okay. It was so So that's in the water. Yes. And that's why when you were like, can't we bring it inside? I was like, no. You do not. It's like those flowers in like the Amazon. They're these real beautiful flowers that mm-hmm. bloom like once every five years, but they smell like dead meat. Mm-hmm. They attract all the flies. That's a, this thing. The water smells like, well, the type of water that would attract flies. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really big on there. Like, do not get any of this on you. <sighs> if you get on your clothes, wash your clothes. Because it was, it was pretty bad. Well. But it. I cannot believe, so I'd had, it, it It took this, even with Amazon Prime, it took it like five days a year. Remember, you were even making the joke of, I keep hearing about this fly trap, but I don't mm-hmm. actually believe it's coming. Mm-hmm. So we got the sticky tape traps, uh, and Amazon, never mind. It, we got the, the sticky traps, yeah. and I put like 15 of those puppies up, mm-hmm. and they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. They're a waste. Do not get those. Mm-hmm. They will randomly catch flying things, but they're not attracting the flies. I had them over by the trash cans. Mm-hmm. Flies would fly around and might hit them and get stuck, but they weren't being drawn to them. This thing draws the flies. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it does its job. It was it's pretty wicked. Like, just get it, just to see. <laughs> yeah, even like, if you don't have a, a fly plague at no, your house. Just to see how many flies are around you yeah. that you even know about. This is and kind of like when you, when the Lord reveals to you all the things he has protected you from. This will be like that. Like, how many flies? So then the fact that there are six flies on the front porch, I'm not so worried. Because there's not all those. Yeah. Like, the right. half, half a gallon. Fly. Yeah, I was still in the, on the front porch today you know, with the fly swatter uh-huh. going nuts on the flies. I wonder how many flies you can get in a half we a gallon. We should play that game where people guess. Like guess? How many jelly beans are in the jar. But then I'd have to count the flies. I know. You can do it. I um, would do it. I would so do here's it. what we should do. We could give away the Vitamix. I will not. Gets it. No. This is... Leslie, no. we love these people. We'll send a free... They listen to our podcast, Leslie. We'll send a free fly They're trap. They're friends. Here's what we'll do. Um, I don't I'm think, not counting the flies. No. Okay. I don't think I can post that picture on social media. Why? Because it's disgusting. <laughs> so if you... Just wait till I get the Listen, gallon. if you want to see it, email us at askthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll send you a picture. If you're some sort of weirdo who wants to see the fly. Well, now I'm not the one no. going to send me. <laughs> I'm hey, kidding. Hey. Let me see. I've heard you've, got, <laughs> heard you've got some pictures. I just don't think I can put it do on. You have, do you got some fly pictures? You know, I mean, we've got all these pictures of like our kids and Sabbath dinner on Instagram. And then like. Yeah. Look at all these dead flies. Look at these dead flies. <laughs> <laughs> We can we can spice it up somehow. Yeah. So anyway, I can I could. But not, I want people to see the picture. You need to see it to see how effective yeah. this so is. So I don't think you're weird if you email us and ask for the picture. I yeah. Think it's no, I normal. would want to see it. I yeah. have shared this picture with lots of people. Yeah, and I have too. So it'll probably it'll probably be on my Facebook and my Instagram. So uh, <laughs> you can swing over there. And there you, can check you go. It out. That'll work. Uh, but I'm actually waiting. I want to see what the. Full Gallon does. What's it called? The Full Gallon is called the Fly Terminator Pro. Wow. Made by Starbar. And the only reason I say that is, one, it ships on Amazon Prime. 
uh, and it works. Like, I don't know if the others work. This one has worked for us, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And you get so refills. My friends were saying, like, one wants it, a wasp <laughs> trap like that. Oh, yeah. And the other is, like, mosquito would be great. I hate, I hate wasps. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if these people make all kinds mm. of mm. bucket killer killing machines of bugs. Death. <laughs> Death anyway, so it's pretty good. Uh, that's our. We're pretty this, enthusiastic tonight. Yeah, we about both. We both are excited about. It's like QVC. Yeah, yeah. Our dedications. We're like. Uh, so for three easy payments of fifteen ninety nine, you can you can get a. So this is your infomercial version of the podcast. So let's get into some meaningful things. Otherwise, this will just be meaningless people talking about meaningless things. Uh, so what do you want to talk about? Well, we were going to talk tonight about the whole Christian life. Okay. So, in eternity past, uh-huh. our, yeah. the wholeness of the Christian life. What do you mean the wholeness? Of I the don't Christian know. Life? I can't think of the word. Do you mean the all-consuming yes. nature of the all Christian? Of, well, let me steal from a po- the podcast that made me even think of it. The All of Christ for All of Life podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. I was like, that's such a great, succinct line. No, I think I think it's... And it ends <clears throat> with what we're going to talk about in our Thursday night Bible study, which none of you come to, uh, because you don't live in banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Christian life encompasses every every area mm-hmm. of your life it is affected mm-hmm. by your relationship to Christ so the the all of Christ for all of life is that everything you do i would say to the wholeness of, of christianity to for your life is that every area of your life you do based on the fact that you have been redeemed in Christ mm-hmm. and you're living for the glory of God. So in other words, who you are as a Christian is not part of who you are. Mm-hmm. It is not part of your life. It is your life. Yeah. And it defines. And, and this has been something that I've had to pull myself out of when I was you know, trying to figure out what did I want to do. For a job, or even things like marriage, or being a good husband, or being a good father, it is your relationship with Christ that dictates how you do all of those things and why you do those things. Both the why and the how all goes back to the gospel, mm-hmm. uh, and so that changes how you view things like going to college. Mm-hmm. It changes how you view things like when to get married and even what you're pursuing in a spouse, even what you're... So for the longest, I thought I would pursue a a job and as long as the job wasn't sinful, Mm -hmm. then I would just pursue it, but... But still go to church on Sundays Mm -hmm. and and like... But Mm -hmm. there would be no connection. I mean, the, the, the... the Puritans would be all over this, right? This this idea of the wholeness of your Christian life um, 
But then recognizing now that even as I was, and I tell the kids, I say, look, I don't care what you do for a living. I just want you to figure out like, what, what is a way that I can glorify the Lord? Mm-hmm. And if I want to be, if I want to be a lawyer, fine. But am I wanting to be that a lawyer because it makes a lot of money or because I think people think it's neat that I'm a lawyer or because I think I could really do some good for the kingdom mm-hmm. through law. Because mm-hmm. we need people like that. We need right. godly lawyers. We need godly filmmakers. Mm-hmm. We need godly politicians. We need, we need people who are orienting that position in light of the gospel. We aren't just doing that position in a gospel way, mm-hmm. but who are doing it because of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Who are even in that field because they think this is an avenue that they can glorify the Lord in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, I think all of Christ for all of life is a, is a great way to put it. Yeah. Um, or the, the totality of the, the Christian life that, you know, everything you do, you do for the glory of God, mm-hmm. both in the origin of doing it and in the execution of doing it. But what were your, what were your no. thoughts about in that? No, that's what exactly what I was hoping mm-hmm. to talk about. So you're saying you can't just go to church on Sunday and then do what you want the rest of the week? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you can't. And, you know, I, I used to think when pastors would even talk about that, that you come to church on Sunday, but then you do whatever you want the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. I thought I wasn't doing that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Because, because I wasn't going to parties. Because in your mind, what that is, is about the negative, not the positive. Exactly. It's about what you're not doing rather than what you are And that's doing. the other thing I was, that's perfect. So I was wanting to get into that too. That the living purposefully, mm-hmm. actively, mm-hmm. in a pursuit of glorifying God. Yeah, for the longest time, them. I thought that the Christian life was just a a ceasing of disobedience yeah. rather than a pursuit of mm-hmm. obedience and even and that joy was and, difficult yeah you know like i i'm i'm not going to do these bad things but uh you know it would be it would be hard i, I for the yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there there wasn't just like this driving force. Because why? Why was it hard? Because. No, it was hard because when I when I was growing up, the Christian life was about fasting from the world mm-hmm. and not feasting on the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I was fasting. Yes. But I was never feasting. Exactly. So I wasn't getting the strength. So you signed to, to, the true love way yeah, But I wasn't feasting on the goodness of the <laughs> Lord that would... So, so if we're stealing from like Colossians, yeah. I was putting off, but I wasn't putting on. Right. Right? I, I wasn't... I mean, the reason, so let's not go into all of Colossians, uh, but the, the reason that Paul, what Paul's getting at in Colossians is the centrality mm. of Christ to meet every need of your life. And, and, and we, like, try to, I'm trying to think how to say this, that's what the pause is there for, right? Mm-hmm. Um we tend to think about, okay, I've got Christ, and now I just need to kind of hang on oh. until I get Christ when I die. Mm-hmm. And stay so, out of trouble. So Christ has entered my life. Yeah. I'm saved, and now I'm just waiting to see mm-hmm. him again. Mm-hmm. Instead of the idea that union, and go to Calvin, right? Calvin was the guy who's all about union with Christ. 
that union with Christ is that everyday mm-hmm. joyous life mm-hmm. with and for the Lord. Yeah. Uh, and that and contemplating that life and living mm-hmm. that life is is so if I could go if I could go back, I think that's the problem. Mm-hmm. We're taught to fast and we're not taught to feast. Right. And when we're not taught to feast, then all I know when I'm picking a wife is what I'm supposed to fast from until we get married. Mm-hmm. And all I know and I don't want a wife who's like this and I don't want a mm-hmm. wife who's and all I know with a job is well, it can't be like this. Mm-hmm. And there's not that feast mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. of being just yeah. joyously pursuing the kingdom yes. and seeing the, you know, having that that great drive of all authority on heaven and earth has been given to me. Go and make disciples of all nations. Teach it. So, I mean, that sort of boom like i have i have conquered the grave i have overcome the evil like those sorts of positive pushes mm-hmm. that that are supposed to drive the christian the putting ons that are supposed to give us just real uh, uh energy and fervor mm-hmm. and excitement it was just fast until mm-hmm. heaven yeah and and I think that impacts how you read your Bible. Definitely. I think it impacts how you pray. I think it impacts life in the church. Mm-hmm. It it just ends up. Uh, and so what you get is you get this compartmentalized life. Because mm-hmm. we're, we're still in this world, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going about the things. But we're always viewing them from this negative side. Instead of seeing that Christ feeds how we do all these things. Yeah. Not just the things that we don't do. But it feeds the actions that we do. Mm-hmm. They can be done in Christ and and done joyously and gloriously uh, and bringing honor to the Lord. Yeah. So. And I think, I mean, I feel like we always come back to Bible reading, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was when well, I when I really started getting a lot of Bible in my life, I just, then you really know what you're living for and it does feed you and I think a lot of what we were lacking um in the time we're talking about is we were only feasting on Sundays Mm -hmm. and through little devotional books or but this whole like this the whole council of scripture that really instructs you and and feeds you and gives you the 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 nutrients that you need to live in this world well, you you say you know where did why, we keep going back to scripture, but because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and and here's a plug for the sermons, right? Um, talking about the hard the hard texts mm-hmm. and Christian maturity. That's what we've been looking at. We're in Second Peter, and he's talking about there are things that Paul writes that are hard to understand, and just dealing with the reality that we all get to texts, and sometimes we don't know what they're saying, and sometimes that's okay because of Christian maturity. And we looked at where that comes from, but. In every time it's talking about Christian maturity, where does it say either immaturity comes from or maturity comes from in handling of the text? Mm-hmm. It is always the Word of God that drives Christian maturity. And so the only way you would even see, you can't feast on Christ mm-hmm. if you don't see what's so festive about Christ. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, right. And, and, so, and so the and the only way to do that, and that's why... That's why all of these letters of Paul, what do they begin with? A feast of the gospel. Mm. 
they all just lay out, this is what God has done for you Mm -hmm. in Christ. Now, this is how you live. But it Mm -hmm. begins with the feasting. Mm -hmm. It begins with the feasting. And then after you have chewed on the glorious nature of Christ, here is how you live. Mm -hmm. And it's that putting off and putting on. Yeah. And and that only comes, though, through a reading of the Word. Mm-hmm. That's where that life comes. It doesn't come from some sort of mystical experience. It doesn't come from some sort of extra you and the Lord sitting in a prayer closet sort of thing. Uh, it comes through the Word. Yeah. That's how, that's how He feeds us. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, if you're not in the Word, you're never going to come to those conclusions. And on on the contrary, you're not just not in the Word. Normally, you're filling your mind up with all kinds of worldly philosophies. And that's the stuff that that you've got. (laughs) What? That's the irony of it, right? Yeah. The irony of it is when you're not feasting on the Lord and you think it's just about fasting from the world. Mm Mm-hmm. You spend all your time thinking about the things that you're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And all the other things that are wrong. Even if you know you're not supposed to be watching those types of movies, mm-hmm. all you're thinking about is the movies that you're not supposed to mm-hmm. watch. Mm-hmm. You're not watching good movies. Mm-hmm. You're not watching movies that are good for the soul. The things that, I mean, you're not, you're not spending time taking in good stuff. You're focused just on... Mm-hmm. The bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always thought, I think that that always intrigues me about that. That aspect of the Christian life is that because it's not oriented toward Christ, mm-hmm. it's just oriented toward what you're not supposed to have. Yeah. You spend all your time thinking about the things that you're not supposed to take Yes, in. and along those same lines, just being totally introspective about mm-hmm. yourself. Like, am I doing this enough? And mm-hmm. why am I not this way and like so many years of my life were so wrapped up in my performance whether or not I was doing what I thought I needed why to be am doing. I not fasting very well yeah. <laughs> because you have you may be fasting from the world but you're also fasting from the Lord yeah right and so all the the thing that's supposed to give you the strength mm-hmm. and the drive to do what you say you're wanting to do you're not taking in mm-hmm. And so then you're going, why am I not very good at this putting off? Yeah. Because you're not doing any of the putting on. Right. And so you can only put off for so long until because you haven't been feeding your spirit, because you haven't been taking on the milk of the word, because you haven't matured through a constant practice to know between, discern between good and evil. But since you haven't been doing those things, you can fast, but only for a little while till eventually, I mean, 40 days and 40 nights is a long time. Uh, you you don't have the the spiritual strength mm-hmm. to uh, to continue to be obedient. You don't have the thing that drives. What's mm-hmm. supposed to drive the fasting? Right. So yeah, and that's why that's why you get people who want to do things like true love weights, mm-hmm. but just stink at it. Mm-hmm. That's why you get young men who want to stay away from pornography. And just can't seem to beat it. Mm-hmm. And that's why you've got people who wish they didn't like this type of music. Or wish they hadn't dated a guy like this. Mm-hmm. Or wish they, you know, wish they'd chosen a different whatever. Or mm-hmm. raised their kids different. Mm-hmm. Or all these things. And what does it go back to? Normally, uh, not feasting on the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
not it, not taking in uh, the things that that help orient and uh, and supply mm-hmm. the the uh, the life that they're wanting to live. And it sounds too easy, but it really—I don't know how else to describe it. But it's—it feels almost like a magic, <laughs> magical thing. Because when we read the Bible. Like, even what we do in the morning, it gives you something to think about mm-hmm. besides yourself. And when you are just actively trying to please God and glorify Him and just doing the next thing in front of you, like doing the things that He has obviously assigned to you, like for me, take care of the kids, get this kid something to eat. When you're doing that uh, with a, a mind toward His glory and staying cheerful and and kind and displaying fruit of the spirit and um you're busy like Mm. you're you're just it's very active i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah time when when you're taking in those good things Mm -hmm. it's it is not as it's not busy work yeah right there there is a a fleshing out in body and soul of mm-hmm. of this gospel life mm-hmm. it 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 begin in other words it it begins to fill your your life when mm-hmm. you're thinking about these things mm-hmm. you start naturally living in light of those things mm-hmm. and yet we're wanting to live in light of those things without ever having thought about exactly. them exactly and that's that my favorite one of my favorite quotes i think of Doug Wilson that your theology comes out of your fingertips mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're right. We're trying to have this the good things come out of our fingertips without yeah, anything I mean, driving it, and, it. And he steals that from Colossians because, uh, and I and I keep going back to Colossians because it's got it's got a lot to do there. We could go to we could go to other books as well. We could Philippians. We could go to Ephesians. You're going to see the same thing there. But in Colossians. You know, he's got this great excursus, got that great song about the Lord to start in chapter one, and he's. He's going on in, in, in chapter 2 about the things that they shouldn't be doing in terms of these people that are trying to, to fool them and disqualify them and whatever. And then he goes into chapter 3, this great talk about, you know, since Christ who is your life, right? Christ is your life. What do you do? You put off. You put on. And then he says at the end of that, uh, in verse 17, he says, And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God the Father through him. That's a summation of it. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to get into specifics. He starts to get into the household things. Wives do this. Uh, children do this. Mm-hmm. Masters do I mean, he goes into the specifics of it. But that's the big ending mm-hmm. of... In other, so in other words, here's this great theology about who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Songs about him. Maybe the, the one of the first Christian hymns. Maybe a song that Paul himself composed. We don't know. But here's how great Christ is. And he's your life. And set your mind on him. And all of this. And now, whatever you do in word or deed, mm-hmm. do it to his glory. In other words, let that fuel every word mm-hmm. and every action. Mm-hmm. And then, and here are the actions. Wives do this. Children do this. Husbands. Masters. Like this is take that. Mm-hmm. Get it to work. And here's specifically what your fingertips should look like, yeah. wife. Mm-hmm. What your fingertips should look like, children. This, mm-hmm. this is how that theology should affect the way that mm-hmm. you're living. And that is God's will for your life. Yes. Right. You don't have to, to be seeking mm-hmm. this 
and what whatever you know the mystical ideas we have about what's God's will for my life. Yeah, it's very it's so clear, mm-hmm. and it's right in front of you. It's right. It's it's right there, and it's the the reason we don't know it again is is because we we just haven't been reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just just in his nature, the Lord is not hiding his will. Yeah, from you and you. You then can just live out that, and it's not as trepidatious, and you are full even as you fast. Mm-hmm. You're you're willfully fasting from the world. Yeah. Because why would you want to feast on lame. that? It'd be like it would be like having it would be like having the option of eating a smoothie made by a Vitamix <laughs> or going out and drinking the fly trap. <laughs> right. right. So we're to bringing bring it, back, it back full circle. Good job. But that's that and that's the problem is. We think the Christian life is just not drinking the fly trap. Mm-hmm. And we've got, we've got Christ mm-hmm. to feast on. And that would include even our thought about we have to go to church on Sunday. Yeah. Like that, you know, a lot of times that's, mm-hmm. I got to do this because And do you I have to do that? Me to do. do you have yes. to do that? Yes, you do. But you get to. But you get to. <laughs> Not you got to. And if, it, if the get to becomes a got to, there's a problem. Now right. still do the got to. Right. Right? The Lord, the Lord says that, that uh, he, he, wish, he wants us to sacrifice with, with our whole hearts. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you don't sacrifice until your heart's in it. Right. Uh, he wants you to. He wants you uh, to, to do those things mm-hmm. with a heart of joy, mm-hmm. right? To, to go up the hill of the Lord singing hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, not here we go again. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, you to be saying, who may ascend to the hill of the Lord instead of when did the hill of the Lord get so high? Yeah. And why do we have to get why up so early to get to there? there? Uh, and where's the child care at the hill of the Lord? <laughs> uh, so all the things that we can come up with. But why don't they sing the music but, I like at the But hill all of, the Lord? of yeah, all of that <laughs> is is to get back to every area of your life needs to be shaped by your Christianity. Mm-hmm. And so I would encourage you. I always encourage people to take really good uh, evaluations of their life. Mm-hmm. Look at what you do as a family. Look at look at how you've decided to parent and why. Well, why do you make the choices that you make for your kids in terms of your time? Mm-hmm. Where you send them to school. How you do school. Uh, what you do with your extracurricular activities. Look at your marriage. What type of husband are you? And why? Mm-hmm. What type of wife are you? And the reason I say that is we're going to find out. If, if, if There is no vacuum. So if you're not doing those things based on who Christ is, you're doing those things based on what the world has told you. Mm-hmm. So there's something that has told you to be this type of wife mm-hmm. or to be this type of parent. And if it's not based on the Lord, mm-hmm. then it's based on the world. Yeah. Because there is no vacuum. Mm-hmm. And so taking a good look at your life and, and just asking those questions. Like some of us, some of us might've messed up. We might, we might look back and say, man, I should have never gotten into this job mm-hmm. or man, I should have never done this a few years ago. I treated the church like this and I should have never done that. And all these, all these things Well, good. Look at those things, lament, repent. Uh, but then change and, and teach your kids to not make yeah. choices like that. And that's such a great thing about the Christian life. 
Like even the proverb we read today, there is an invitation to. Yes, to the to the fool, yes. to the scoffer, uh, just any of them. If you listen to wisdom, yeah, you'll get wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wisdom is out there. She she. This is Proverbs chapter one. She's proclaiming from the streets. And even if you were once a fool, even if you were once a scoffer to the, and even a Christian fool mm-hmm. and a Christian scoffer to these things, like here's the wisdom mm-hmm. and then pursue what the Bible today. calls us to pursue. Yeah. Do it today. And don't, I mean, I got to have a good talk with, <clears throat> the, with a, one of our, one of our church members that has just always, I and mean, she just has had a, had a rough life. Well, she had a rough life and lamented the the things and decisions that they had made mm-hmm. wanted to go back hates that they can't go back and fix it all <laughs> but since that time one of their children has the lord has saved and used that person has used their failures and their growth to positively impact their their child mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so to recognize hey you you might have not made the best decisions and you might have you might not have chosen for the right reasons the job you're in mm-hmm. or how you've done anything but one you can change and two you can teach the next generation yeah like you can take your your kids and say look i mean i tell my kids all the time look i was a horrible brother mm-hmm. and i can't undo that but i can make sure you're a great brother mm-hmm. you know i i can't undo this or that but but you you can make sure learn from from your mistakes, uh, and you know if we have another a generation that follows us, that I mean look at our family. I mean if we have six kids mm-hmm. who all choose life and are taught whose minds are shaped to view life not in the same framework of the world, but with Jesus attached, mm-hmm. right? Right. But with Jesus being the framework of the world, yeah, and attaching a job to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so Jesus is what's driving me. I'm going to attach a job to that. Mm-hmm. Now, what what job can I attach that? Well, it doesn't really matter. Right. What would I like to do? Okay, maybe I want to do this, yes. but I'll do it for the Lord's glory. Okay, that'll be the job that mm-hmm. I do instead of all the worldly reasons we pick a job and then go. Okay, Jesus, are you okay with this job? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to see your will, Lord. You know. This. Yeah. Uh, so, man, what a great investment you can have in your kids and your grandkids. Mm-hmm. And and really in your church by by talking about this stuff and, and doing this stuff now because there are a thousand choices still left in your life, a thousand days to live mm-hmm. uh, that you can live now, uh, putting Christ as the driving factor in everything that you do. Because mm-hmm. because I remember and the perfect example for me growing up was was organized sports was. As long as the organized sport wasn't on Sunday or Wednesday, it was okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so, but in reality, it, it should have been, the very reason I'm in this sport is for the glory of the Lord. Right. And that shapes everything that I do. Right? So yeah. it's not just that I do this however I want to do it, as long as it doesn't get mm-hmm. into my church schedule. But why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like for my parents, why are you allowing your son to play baseball? Why are you committing these days and nights and practices and times with these kids Mm -hmm. that, I mean, some of the kids that I became friends with were not the best kids. Mm -hmm. Like, so why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. Uh, 
that's what that's what needs to be driven by a gospel answer. Yeah. Not just, well, of course we can do it because it doesn't it doesn't interfere with church here or there. Right. But having the gospel behind every every yeah. choice that you make. And when you when you're coming at it from just attaching Jesus at the end of it, you're always looking for fulfillment in that kind of life. But the other way around, when mm-hmm. Christ is your life, it doesn't matter if your job is great. Yeah. It doesn't matter if your circumstances are perfect. Well, I mean, if you thought about it in real life, if Jesus mm-hmm. came up to you and said, hey, I need you to do this for me. Mm-hmm. I need you to go and for the next however long, like I'm going to have you answering phones. <laughs> and you're, if, if, like, if the Lord had given you that task, mm-hmm. you would be like, okay, <laughs> let's do this. So if you go into whatever job right. it is, however mediocre or depressing right. or everyday boring it is, and even not financially fulfilling. If you go into that recognizing this is, as I step out of this car, yeah, I'm stepping out as a proclaimer of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to step into this building yes. filled with people of this world who don't know that my king mm-hmm. has overcome the prince of the power of the air. Right. That he has overcome the wicked one. And that he will defeat all his enemies till the whole earth is his footstool. Mm-hmm. And the last enemy he'll defeat is death. Yeah. Uh, that's different. That's a warrior sort of. It's a happy. I mean, and joyous. Like, a like you're not. You're walking game. in, opening the door. Yeah. Like you might as well be in shining armor. <laughs> like here I am. It's yeah. time to conquer. Yeah. Uh, and and that that changes how mm-hmm. you do everything. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, well, this is a job that I hate, but I just got to smile because I'm a Christian. Right. It's a job that I hate, but. I can't cuss out people that yeah. I talk to in customer service. Mm-hmm. It's a job that I hate, but I guess I better show up every day. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that sort of thing. Man, that drains you. Yeah. Uh, but if you go vitalized and, 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 and viewing it through the eyes of, I'm going to glorify the Lord. My calling is to glorify the Lord in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to because the Lord is glorious. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't know how to glorify the Lord because we don't know how glorious the Lord is. Right. Like if the Lord is glorious... Then you, I mean, yeah. You're... And I do remember trying to. I knew what I should believe, and I knew what it should look like, but my heart wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. And I remember trying, even trying yeah. to teach a Bible study, and not really knowing what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of phoning it in, and it, it's true. I didn't know the glory of yeah. the Lord. It all goes back, and that's why I said it, when when you look at the the maturity in the Christian life. The, it all goes back to the foundation of of the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's why when it begins, I say those letters all begin with making much of Christ. They make much of him through the simple things of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And the more we will grasp the glory of Christ seen in the good news and in our salvation and in what God has done, those things, I mean, that thing, that never loses its luster. And it only gets... We, Better. Yeah, like, we don't. There you, is no step after that. You, grasp you don't it. go. You there is no next step mm-hmm. in the Christian life beyond the gospel. You mm-hmm. just go deeper into the gospel. Yeah. Uh, and so, and it just becomes more and more glorious. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the more you look, it's like putting on a jeweler's 
uh, eyepiece mm -hmm. and what looked like a beautiful diamond you put on the jeweler's eyepiece and it's like what yeah like, like, it is i know without yeah. a doubt we'll look back to this time mm -hmm. in my in my life and yeah. be like i didn't understand, I didn't understand. yeah and we don't want to get into the topic of baptism but that's that's my same thing i tell parents all the time mm -hmm. with baptism they're like i don't think my kid understands it i think mm -hmm. we've, we've probably even talked about this before uh, well, good, good news is you didn't understand it when you were baptized and, and, you, and you don't, don't understand, understand it today it. <laughs> uh, and you're going to get to heaven, uh, and go, Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, this, th it just becomes more and more, more and more glorious mm -hmm. and it never, it never becomes dissatisfying Yeah, and it never becomes horror. It, it doesn't motivate you anymore. Mm -hmm. It will always, always be a feast. Mm -hmm. So, hope that encourages you. Uh, it is, well, do you want to do your, uh, yeah, yeah? what's your uh, uh, surprise jello salad for today? I would like for you to tell us, uh, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to trim it down to just one, but favorite fiction books or book. Favorite fiction book? Yeah. Favorite story. Uh, or stories. Like most surprising. Mm -hmm. I would say, okay, so my favorite fiction series is probably The Wheel of Time. Mm -hmm. Robert Jordan, Brandon Sanderson. Um, Brandon Sanderson is now my favorite author. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took over for Robert Jordan. Robert Jordan, this is a long series. Do you, mm -hmm. do you familiar with Wheel of Time? Uh, Wheel of Time is like 15 books long. Uh -huh. Somewhere around book 12, the original author dies. Yes, okay. Uh, but in the meantime, he had known that he was dying. He handed over to this young author named Brandon Sanderson. That's amazing. Who ends up becoming just a great, a great author. So that's my favorite is series. Is it seamless? No, can, Sanderson can... is a little bit better. Uh, in the end, it, the story had kind of stagnated the last few books under, mm -hmm. that Jordan was writing, Robert Jordan. Mm -hmm. And then when Brandon Sanderson started writing, it picks back up mm -hmm. and, and the story really takes off. That's cool. Uh, I would say that's my favorite, my favorite, most surprising book I ever read fiction wise was, uh, Patrick Rothfuss's oh. The Name of the Wind. Mm-hmm. Amazing book. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. Do not read it. Why? Because he hasn't finished the trilogy oh. yet. <laughs> and it's been like, I want to say like five years. I mean, it's, but it's so good. I've read it, these opening few books a, a few times. Uh, just waiting? Just waiting. Just waiting oh, for him to that's finish. that's killer. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. And it's got me thinking of like, you know, Stephen oh. King did that with his Dark Tower series. Mm -hmm. He... Look, took like over a decade off in the middle of it. Oh my goodness. You know what caused him to start it up again? Huh. Do you remember when he was hit by a van? No. Yeah, he was hit by a van on the side of the road. Really? Almost died. <gasps> and, and he thought, he, I have to finish. Yeah. Wow. And what's crazy is he incorporates that into his Dark Tower series. Really? Anyway. Uh, so that's the, that's the one book that I read standalone. I was like, that's... That's interesting. If you, if you want to start reading Brandon Sanderson, read Elantris. It's a standalone book. It's mm -hmm. a good book. Mm -hmm. uh, and then old fiction, sure. Robinson Crusoe. Yeah? Yep. I, that's the most theologically sound fiction book I've ever read. Yeah. 
Very theological. I've never sound. read Very it. good. Ending of it is horrible. Okay. The dumbest. So I should know stupidest that. Stupidest ending. Can I don't you know stop why. It? There's a reason you don't know this. That you don't know how Robinson Crusoe ends. I'll just tell you that. Can you just stop it? Like no, a few pages? no. Just read it. Just read it. It just gets kind of like, why didn't he end forty pages ago? Why are we still going? Hmm. But yeah. So I those are my favorites. Why. I wonder if. I don't know. Sometimes I want to go back and read it. Yeah. So you like it more than. Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I love I mean I love Lord of the Rings. Part of the problem with Lord of the Rings is just familiarity. Yeah, yeah. I've read it. It's like old news. I'm, yeah. And and read it. Yeah. And uh it I mean I could it's like a <laughs> it's like a really good friend. Yeah. Not that I just So you just it's not your favorite then. No, he's like a buddy. Yeah. That would probably hurt your friend's feelings. Yeah, well, he's more like a friend like like I would compare him to. I'm like, name one of my friends. <laughs> I wish people could see me right now. And and the way it is with books, though, is like if I started reading Lord of the Rings right now, yeah, I'd be like, oh, this is the best book I love ever. Lord of the Rings so much. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I was saying I wish people could see me right now. Oh, she's just like an old crazy lady rocking. I'm trying to rock this baby. He is hanging in there. Mm-hmm. My favorite fiction book. Books. It's going to be funny if your voice is like going toward and away I know. from the mic. Hello. Uh, Hello. I'm, I'm not in a rocking chair, so he's still awake. <laughs> I, I thought he was asleep, but he's looking right at you again. <laughs> Do you want me to rock him while you No. Because I, I think he'll cry. Go for yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, and Chloe might get jealous. Um, you know I'm going to have to go with the Mitford series. Blech. I'm, I'm just sorry, what? I like the Mitford okay. series, yeah. You do? No, I mean, it's not my cup of tea. But I think, but, I still but think I, it would be. That's like if I told you to read the Wheel of Time series. I think you really would like it. I think I think in the end you'd, you'd like fantasy fiction books. I, I just think you would. I know. But I started it off too soon. I mean, I tried to get you on the bandwagon before you were ready. Whatever. I mean, I don't think this needs to be debated. Yeah. Let's try again. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, we tried to listen. I was like, you have to... I think it was our first year of marriage. Mm-hmm. We were driving back and forth from Kentucky a lot, which is like 12 hours, right? And I was like, oh, it was my favorite book even then. And I was like, oh, you've got to try this book. You're going to love it. So we got the audio book, which I adore. Mm-hmm. The uh, John Mc. Dono, Don, I don't remember um, the name. He had, he is the perfect narrator for Mitford. Couldn't have found anyone better. But he is <laughs> just very deliberate, and he he reads like you would imagine. You know, someone sitting with a a, a hot cup of coffee and a cardigan, and having just taken a Xanax, and <laughs> just having nothing to do for the day except sit on the porch and. Anyhow, so he was like, I think we hadn't even left the parking lot. And you're like, I can't, I can't do this. (laughs) All the way to Oklahoma, I'm going to fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. That was, that was the worst audio book. Yeah. But I talk about the Mitford series a lot on Facebook. So people probably already know I like it. But yeah, that's, 
So what would be one that would surprise people? Your favorite? What's your favorite like standalone fiction book? Standalone. Like, or your <gasps> book. If you read okay, a book. This will be a good tip. The Blue Castle by Ellen Montgomery, who wrote Anne of Green Anne Gables, of Gables yeah. is one of the most surprising books. Uh, is it connected? You'll with ever Anne of Green read. Gables? No, she wrote like seven Anne books, I think. And then so many. I've read all of her books. The Blue Castle is like a departure. It's a little more mature. Is that the one about the wizard that's stuck in the house? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. But I don't think I'd like it. Though. You read that book and it is so it it could be it, it could be a hit movie today. It's very funny. The premise is incredible. And it's just a surprise. Mm. You wouldn't believe it. That sounds like a surprise. <laughs> You wouldn't believe it, babe. Yeah. I'm not reading it. <laughs> I I'm think not, you should. Uh, no. Yeah. No. no. So if you haven't read The Blue Castle, and probably a lot of people haven't even heard of it, because I had never heard of it, but it has like a cult following. Really? Yeah. There, There's like, the people who like it, love it. Huh. So, I highly recommend. I might, I might have to read that. What's your favorite old fiction book? Well, it's fairly old, but that's not that old. Yeah, I would probably... Gosh. I mean, Pride and Prejudice is so great. Mm-hmm. But I think Little Women... Oh. Um, no, I can't do Little Women. I read that to our kids last year, and so it's kind of fresh in my mind. Hi, Jack. Now, my baby's asleep. What about yours? Yeah, I'll put mine asleep. Hey, Jack, come over here for a second. It's time for us to say goodbye to these people anyway. Yeah. Here, I'm going to go read the blue me. castle. He is literally blowing a snot bubble <laughs> right now. He's got a snot bubble coming out of his right nostril. COVID. Can you hear him doing this? He's been so snotty today. Anyway. All right, everyone. It was good to talk to you. Hope that... Uh, you're able to get some good recommendation uh, on blenders and fly traps and books to read books. on your porch while you're not assaulted by flies and, and you're sipping on a really great smoothie. Not compartmentalizing your life. Yes. All of Christ for all of your life. Uh, it's, it's about feasting, not just fasting. So feast on Christ, friends, and uh, you'll find the strength to put off this world when you put on Woohoo! Jack! Hey, Jack, can you tell everybody bye? Say bye! Bye! Bye, guys. We'll see you next time.